0: Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Modern Health with Dr. Jane. I, of course, am Dr. Jane. I'm a naturopathic doctor and natural fertility expert, and I run a program called Maximize Your Fertility Program where I help couples identify and treat the root cause of their fertility struggle so they can conceive naturally. Today, you guys, I'm gonna talk a bit uh, about, a little bit of a heavy topic, if you will, infertility and how unfair it is. I probably have this conversation with one of my patients at least once a week about how frustrated they are, how sad um, they are, bitter, jealous, angry, about the fact that they have to do all of these things just to get pregnant. And they realize that everybody has shit. Everybody has shit that they have to deal with, but why does their shit not allowing them to get pregnant? And so it's this really, I think this is. Through the entire infertility community, if you will, is this unfairness that's underlined by a really heavy, thick bitterness that can actually eat you away. And so today I want to provide you with a different perspective because I think it's really important to acknowledge how you're feeling. And I hope that the perspective will also allow you to shift into a more healing space for yourself because the reality of the situation is infertility is super unfair it is unfair why do you have to do the diet take care of your sleep do the meditation make sure you're exercising drink all these juices do these detoxes while somebody who you know is drinking and is overweight and doesn't you know like has an abusive relationship with their partner and they seem to get pregnant it seems insane And it's frustrating, honestly, it's frustrating for me to see as a patient as well, uh, not as a patient, as a provider, because I see my couples putting in all the work and sometimes it feels like the work is really deep and there isn't much reward because that reward takes time to transfer. And we're going to talk about that in a while, but even as a practitioner, you guys, it it does frustrate me because one of the reasons that I'm in the space is not just to get people pregnant right we're looking for a healthy pregnancy but more importantly we're looking for a healthy baby and a healthy child and that means having healthy parents and that actually means having healthy parents before you even think about being a parent so the quality of your cells key, like you, the egg and the sperm that all starts way before you even get pregnant and minimum three months but really six months and one of the reasons that I stepped into the space is because I got tired of seeing really sick kids in my practice and these parents who would just be so flustered, not knowing what to do with their sick children and whether it was eczema or asthma or, some, or digestive disorders, but sometimes things that are much more severe, the OCD, ADHD, abusive uh, behaviors, not being like having tantrums, not being able to control themselves at a very young age, right? Two, three, four years old. Uh, which could be really horrifying and terrifying for the parent and now we're trying to fix it as quickly as possible versus in reality if I can help couples get ready uh, to conceive and really look at conception in a different way to like hey what's the long-term plan here as opposed to let's just try it and see what happens I think that approach doesn't doesn't work or shouldn't work but it does for a lot of people and so if you're in this place where you're just feeling really stuck in the infertility is unfair because you know like it is unfair okay it can tear couples apart it's financially draining it's emotionally taxing it's unfair and the perspective that I want to give you today is that life is unfair life is unfair and it sucks but it's unfair and so the more that we expect life to be fair the more disappointed we're going to be. And if we look at life, if we accept life as being unfair, and I'm not just saying this so you can be grateful, quote unquote, grateful for what you have, because, you know, let's be honest, we're not grateful for our infertility, especially when we're in the thick of it. But what I'm saying this for is that I believe that suffering is just part of life. That's like suffering is part of life. We can't just have joy all the time because then you don't even appreciate what joy is. I think the human brain also needs challenge. It's just unfortunate that some of the challenges are so big that they can feel over like consuming and super draining. So if suffering is part of life, unfortunately we don't get to choose what our suffering is. Some people will lose their partners way too young. Some people will lose their children. Some people will have, you know, brain cancer or heart attacks. Life is unfair. It's unfair and it sucks. And I hate it because life has been unfair to me many, many times as well. And if we don't get to choose our suffering, we also don't benefit from sulking in our suffering. And so if we can't change our suffering, now... What do we need to do in order to go through it? What do we need to do in order to go through it? Because in reality, if you're stuck feeling sorry for yourself, you're bitter, you're angry, you're jealous, you're frustrated with your friends or your family members or whoever, that doesn't change anything. It's just preventing you from moving forward. The feelings and the emotions that you're feeling of with the unfairness doesn't change anything. It prevents you from moving forward. Now, I'm not saying that you shouldn't feel your emotions. Okay, I wanna be very clear on that. I think it's very important to be aware of your emotions and to feel them, but we don't need to dwell on them. This is actually a funny thing that uh, my girlfriends and I used to do when we lived in Vancouver is when we would have a bad breakup, uh, one of us, is, you know, we would get the other girl, the ice cream, the popcorn, the chips, whatever it is that she wanted. We would go out drinking, you know, drink the night away, but we would just give ourselves one day to feel sorry for ourselves. And the next day you would just get up and move on. Get up and move on and start living your life again and doing things and yeah it wasn't easy it was still hard of course you still missed the person you know there was there was some uh, emotional baggage for sure uh, but we didn't sulk we didn't allow each other to sulk and I think that that was really important It really helped us I mean bond as girlfriends but it also allowed us to just move through things quicker instead of dwell on you know this guy uh, that wasn't worth it anyways obviously <laughs> but. In reality, you guys, I'm not comparing infertility to dating. Obviously, that's not even, uh, you know, that's not the same thing at all. But what I don't want to see you do is waste precious, precious time and energy. And when we're feeling really sad and bitter and angry, our ability to make decision changes. And so then the decisions that we make are usually driven by fear, anger, worthiness, all, you know, the bitterness as opposed to feeling more at peace with the suffering that you got on this planet. We don't know why you got it, but you got it. And so let's shift our perspective instead of fighting to get pregnant to understanding why you're not able to get pregnant and healing. So if we can shift from this fight, fight, fight to I want to understand, I want to learn, I want to heal. Because I say this probably on every podcast, but there's no guarantees in the space, you guys, it doesn't matter if you choose the conventional or the alternative way, there's no guarantees in the space. But I believe when you find a good practitioner, and you have the, you know, I believe, obviously, in the alternative approach, because I see it. In my practice every day, and I've also worked with mentors who've been doing this for a lot longer than me, 20 or 30 years, and who have done some magical, magical work in this space, that if you are on the path to heal, you feel more at peace, and when you feel more at peace and more connected to your body to yourself, to your mental and emotional health. You understand your symptoms more. You understand how to take care of your body. You feel more connected to your partner. You feel more connected to your purpose outside of bringing a child into this world. Because genuinely, I don't believe that your purpose is to bring a child into this world. I think that's an important aspect for a woman if she wants to experience it, to have the option to experience. But that's not your sole purpose. And so figuring out some other things that bring fulfillment and joy and what you bring into the world, I think is really, really important for your overall health. And so when we can create this connectedness to yourself, to your body, to your partner, to your greater purpose, you feel more at peace and you can trust your intuition and your guidance a little bit more. Because like I said, there's no guarantees in this space, but there is probability and that's all like my program is based on is increasing your probability. Cause I'm not going to sit here and tell you, oh my God, totally. We can get you pregnant. I don't know that until number one, we see lab tests. And number two, we just start working with your body and see what happens. And it's not out of the realm for me to recommend some deeper mental and emotional work, whether it's doing things like hypnosis, obviously talk therapy is important, but even things like psychedelics to help bring out some of the subconscious trauma that we've been carrying around, that's now storing in our body. And we as women carry a lot of trauma in our womb, in our uterus. And so it creates a a hostile space for the next generation to come along, if you will, and to grow a baby. We create from a place of feeling soothed and relaxed and safe. And so when the system doesn't feel safe, it's stressed. And so when the system is stressed, then it's going to be really hard. You're, you're taking nutrients away, right? Every, the, you're diverging nutrients towards dealing with the stress instead of the reproductive system. And to answer the question, well, well, why doesn't this other person have to do this? You know, why does this other person not have to fix their diet and change their lifestyle or lose the weight or whatever, like stop drinking, Stop going out with a friend. why not? This is where comparison doesn't do you any good. And I know you don't wanna compare and I know that you don't want to, but you have to understand what is the experience you want on this planet. Your experience is your experience and has nothing to do with someone else's experience. Maybe that person was able to get pregnant easily, great. You don't know what that pregnancy was like and maybe that pregnancy was fine. You don't know what that labor is going to be like. You don't know what that connection to the baby is going to be like or the health of the baby or the health of this person. Because I'll tell you right now, when I see people who are not confident in their bodies, meaning you can tell that they're sick, whether it's bags under their eyes, whether they're overweight, whether it's cellulite, whether it's their hair is really brittle, whatever. I know that they are not living their full life. I know that because it's really hard to experience life to its fullest when you're sick. You cannot, you cannot experience life to its fullest. And so if we want to have a child, because we want to deepen our connection to this world and share this world and share all the experiences, let's start by doing that with yourself. And I would love it if every couple got prepared themselves for pregnancy and did this deeper work and connect it to one another and connect it to their body and got healthy. But unfortunately, people don't do that unless there's been a problem. People don't do that unless there's a problem. And it sucks. I hate it as a practitioner. And I used to actually market to get people to, hey, let's optimize your health before pregnancy and like people just wouldn't listen they're like yeah but I just want to try and see if I have issues in the first place and it's like what are you talking about what are you talking about why would you want to do this great big thing as big as bringing a child into this world and just say I just want to see what happens we put more energy and effort into putting money away for a house into buying a car And those things will, like, if there's a hurricane tomorrow, your house could be wiped down and your car could be on another side of the state. And you spend years saving for the house and maybe even for the car, however, and we don't want to put that work into the kids, so into having kids, into our bodies. And I know that some people are like, yeah, but I'm like, I want the house so my kids have a nice place your kids don't care about the place. They care about you and the connectedness they're going to feel and the attention that you pay to them. And so I just want to acknowledge that because I think the fact that you are putting in the work is actually creating a space for you to have much deeper connection and much deeper experience when it comes to the pregnancy and when it comes to having the baby. Because I'm telling you, I did not have that experience with my first. We just did it and you know, okay, let's just see what happens. And the pregnancy rocked my world. The labor was probably one of like, I had PTSD after labor. I wasn't ready to try and have another kid until my daughter was like three, three and a half. Um, It took me a really long time to recover. And I also didn't feel like I was a mother for a long time. And I couldn't understand, I couldn't relate to my friends who were infatuated with their babies. And I felt really like an outsider. I was almost angry at my daughter for taking away my freedom. I was mad getting up in the middle of the night. I did it, but I didn't like it. And not that you like it, but there's just a different, like, I was, you know, there's resentment. And to this day, and I know that this is something that I'll need to do moving forward is like work and heal that relationship with my daughter, because that is not the case with my second daughter, because I had this miscarriage, that when I had my miscarriage, my lesson wasn't, oh my God, like, what did I do wrong? It was, oh my God, I didn't appreciate anything about my first pregnancy. And now I'm in a position where I might not be able to get pregnant. And I didn't appreciate anything. I didn't appreciate being pregnant. I didn't appreciate the baby stage. Like all of that was just, taken away from me. And that's the grief that I had to deal with through my miscarriage is the regret of not being present. And so if you're struggling with infertility and you're stuck in this place of this is really unfair, if I can shift your perspective to like, what does infertility have to teach you? What does it have to teach you? Because that's all, that's the only option. You can't choose not to have infertility. You have it. It's unfair, but it's here. So what do we need to learn from this experience? So we have no regret when we look back that you know you did everything that you could, you made the best decisions that you could, you chose the best options and the the treatment options, whether it was alternative or conventional, but you made that choice and you stood by that choice and you feel good making that choice. That's what I don't want you to have. I don't want you to have any, any, any regret because time is taking and you feel that time. And when you're struggling with infertility, you have no idea. Is it going to be this cycle? Is it going to be in three months from now? Is it going to be a year from now? Or maybe never. And that's the reality of the situation is you do think about all those things. And so I don't even want to say like, think about those things. It's okay. Go down the rabbit hole because there's a lot of emotions there and i want you to feel the emotions but don't dwell on it spend give yourself 20 minutes to cry about it or an hour maybe if you want to but then what are you going to what do we need to learn here and what can we do because i'll tell you you know a story about um my couple who was struggling with recurrent pregnancy loss and they're quote unquote healthy i'm doing the quotation marks because people were just like they're they were blown away that these this couple had a hard time getting pregnant. And the more that we got to know each other and of course we did a lot of testing and we figured out that they both had environmental toxins, they both had heavy metals, mold exposure, digestive issues, like parasites. But from the mental and emotional perspective, they actually felt disconnected and they would never say that when we first met. But as we started working together, and they had some toxic, there was a toxic uh, work relationship, there's toxic family relationships, there's pressure from the family, um, that as they started to work through that, they became so much more connected as a couple, that they never thought that that was a problem. But, you know, one of the last appointments we had was like, we just feel like a unit, like we feel like a family. And it's such a different perspective from, yeah, we do things together and, you know, we're hanging out and blah, 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 but you're not like emotionally, internally connected with a person sees you and sees your soul and it stands by you no matter what. And I think that infertility can be really hard on the relationship. Um, but it can be also really, really bonding. And when I look through infertility of the filter of like, okay, here are the four things that you need to conceive, a good quality egg, a good quality sperm, the desire to have a baby, and then the baby room needs to be ready. I talk about this on multiple of my podcasts, but the desire is really the the purity and the connection that you have with your partner and the intention for you to have a child. Uh, And I have a whole podcast episode on that. So uh, if you scroll down, I think it's called don't overcomplicate infertility, because in reality, we need to really understand what our intention is and connecting. And so even though, you know, it seemed unfair for them and it wasn't explained and you know, why do we have to deal with all of this to have a child where someone else doesn't? The question that I ask my patients is like, well, what kind of experience do you want to have? You know, because sometimes I think we just focus on, well, once I have the kid, then I'll change all the stuff. But in reality, you don't get to choose. And if the whole purpose of life is to kind of go through it, to have these experiences and suffering is part of it. So you can't just have good experiences. You have to have the bad experiences too. How can we appreciate and learn from them? And really, truly, deeply learn from them, as opposed to just try to overcome them as quickly as possible. Now, don't get me wrong; overcoming infertility is, uh, you know, is an important part. I think of healing, but also just being present with it is important to understand what is the experience actually trying to teach you. Because, like I said, with my couple now, they they felt like it was super unfair, but now they're just like my level of happiness is so like, whatever the future holds, my level of happiness is good now. And, you know, we're getting them ready to start trying in a couple of months. Um, You know, we'll do a couple more tests and make sure that they're ready to go uh, kind of the best chance that we can give them anyways. Cause again, there's no guarantees, but there is probability, but they just feel so much more content and at peace and connected with each other and their own bodies that, I think that's all that you can really ask for and it has really thrown them into a different way of being in the world and a different way of you know relationship with their parents and their the kind of friends that they have the jobs that they have so there there's always a reward that comes with doing the work i mean like the deep emotional work not just like they take the supplements and do the things don't just go through the motions you want to understand why you're doing those things. What's your motivation? What's your drive? What is the thing that you wanna change? And I find the mental and emotional world really dictates what's going on for us, which is why I always talk about, like, I wanna know all the negative feelings and emotions that you're feeling, but I wanna also understand why. Why do you believe those things are happening to you or what is it that you're extracting from your experience of infertility? And so that's a really good kind of exercise for you to do, if you will writing it all down and going into the rabbit hole because i've had patients admit to me it's like well i just want to feel connected i want to feel connected in a deeper purpose and it's like you want to feel connected to yourself and you want to feel a deeper purpose in the world yourself your child will be a reflection of that he they they can't be the reason for that because that's a lot of pressure on a tiny little Baby, to fulfill that. They can't do that for you. And so, really learning how to connect on a deeper level with yourself with your partner, with the universe around us, with our bodies, right? Like our bodies are so, so powerful. And like I said, the reward always comes. It's just not immediate. When you're putting in the work for your health, it's like going to the gym. You don't go to the gym and the next day you have, you know, a six pack and biceps and nicely defined quads. Like that doesn't happen. It it takes years. Now, it doesn't have to take years. And if you're in a place where you've been stuck with infertility for a really long time, you've been struggling with it, that's the more reason to rewind and be like, where did this all go wrong? Like, what do I really need to fix here? Because when I see couples heal and then have babies, their experience is so different. Like the pregnancy is so joyous, if I can even use that word. They're just so present and it's not anxious or frantic. They're not getting millions of ultrasounds because they're worried that there something's wrong with the baby they've connected to their body and they trust it and they understand and they get to fully experience what it's like to grow a human inside. And then, you know, the labor obviously is so different and the connection to the baby so different and how they step into parenthood is so different because they're already prepped. They already did the work. They already did the work. And of course, then the children are so much healthier because they have these parents who have these bulletproof habits. That are feeding them, you know, kale smoothies and eggs for breakfast instead of cereal and exercising with them and doing all these fun things. So the reward is always there. It's just if you're right now feel really overwhelmed, it's like you just need to take a step back. And before you decide on what your next step is, you just need to give yourself some breathing room. I never had somebody regret giving themselves some breathing room, because in reality, it's like, oh, well, I got to keep trying the next cycle. And it's like, no, you don't, because all it takes is one cycle. But if you're doing it over and over and over and over again, and you're not getting results, would you like think of getting pregnant as taking the the big SATs, the big final exam? Would you just keep taking the final exam and keep failing it and then keep taking it and keep failing and keep taking it? Or Would you go back and say, hey, which section of the exam am I failing and by how much? So then you can go back and study and fix that. And that's why, you know, when I say there's no guarantee, there is probability when you have good thyroid function, when you have good blood sugar regulation, when your inflammation is under control and you have good immune system function, your gut is functioning well, your energy is good, your skin is clear. There's literally a checklist of things. Those are sections of the exam. If you're failing some big sections of the exam, like you have really bad digestion and you're super stressed out and anxious, let's not just keep taking the exam, stop stressing yourself out. Let's go back and let's figure out which section of the exam you're struggling. There's always an answer to the infertility. And so instead of just focusing, hyper-focusing and getting yourself pregnant, go ahead and zoom out and try to figure out why you haven't been able to get pregnant. If you spend more energy on that, I I guarantee you, I guarantee you, you're going to feel more at peace. And I think your peace is worth more than, than you put any amount of weight on it. Your peace is the thing that's worth the most. And then when you're at peace and you're more content, you can make better decisions. You can look at all the treatment options that are in front of you and you can decide this is going to work for me. This isn't going to work for me. Because what I hate is when I have couples coming to me and I ask them like, okay, you've done three rounds of IVF. Like, did you know if it was going to work for you or not? Yeah. Like, I just didn't think it was going to work, but I just kept trying. And it's like, well, why, why? Right. And the reason that you keep trying is because you just want to meet your baby. I get it. But if you know deep down inside that something isn't going to work or something isn't right, I want you to listen to that. That's you, your intuition. That's your body talking to you. That's not a crazy voice. That's you. And so we want to go inward and understand why, Why? what is What is my body trying to tell me? And this is, I'm, I'll be the first person to tell you. It's like, hey, get a coach, get a health, right? Do a, get a proper, a, a doctor, an alternative pre- practitioner, a functional medical doctor, join my program, do the lab testing. Get a counselor, like whatever it is that you need to do, it's your peace is important. And no one is expecting you to have to go through the trenches of infertility on your own. I think it's important for you to learn about all the different ways that you can support yourself and then make a decision based on what feels good for you versus blindly trusting someone. This is a very sacred space and it's very unfair but it doesn't have to be so painful. I think it could be a healing journey instead of a fighting warrior journey. I'm going to leave you guys with that. I want you to, you know, just really sink into this and think about it. Um, what it means for you and how you've been dealing with infertility and how it has changed you and what you want to do next. Like what do you want to learn from this experience? Um, I'd love it if you would share this on your feed, give me a follow so you don't miss anything. Um, you know, thank you for tuning in. If this was helpful and provided you any amount of relief or any diff, you know, any perspective, like I said, I'd love for you to share this podcast episode with a friend, share it on your feed, or just hit the follow button. Thanks again for being here, you guys, and I'll see you next time.